Don't move that in my direction So thankful for that, it's such a blessing, yeah He's got the biggest stories of the day, plenty of guests, and of course, all the bets for today's action. This is Middays at Mile High with Anilo Piro. Welcome on back, 1131 Mile High City. Middays at Mile High right here on Mile High Sports Radio. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Thursday, almost to the weekend, almost Friday. Good stuff. All right, let's go on out now to the GoFast Energy Drink Hotline and Text Line, 303-831-1340, and uh, go down to the sunny state of Arizona. Talk to my guy Drew Creaseman live at Rocky Spring Training. Covers the team for us here at MyLifeSports.com. You guys could do him a favor and follow him on Twitter, at Drew Creaseman. Kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. What's up, my man? How we doing? Doing fantastic. I'm at spring training, and you know how I'm doing. <laughs> how could you complain, man? Is the weather as good as I remember? Is it as, is it as beautiful as I remember from all those years ago? It- it's all those things. You know, it's funny. It's always the way I got the first day I got down here. It was raining. I had a rainy night, rainy first morning. I was like, what? This is not what happens here. But that was gone almost as medi- immediately as I noticed it, man. It's, oh, I love it down here. I love it. I missed it. I haven't been down in the last two years. Yep. Uh, you know, well, we actually were down in, in 2020. Uh, right. But, uh, they stopped playing baseball games and everything else stopped, you all may recall. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, certainly an interesting time. The voice of Drew Creaseman covers the Rockies for us here at MyLifeSports.com. Yeah, and for the Rocky fan listening out there right now, I, I mean, tell just paint the picture of what Salt River Fields is like because everyone in baseball, for the most part, acknowledges that Salt River Fields is the premier spring training facility out there in Arizona. I know the Cubs have a new facility. I've been out there. I think Salt River Fields is the best, and obviously the Rockies and the Diamondbacks share it. Uh, just a premier spring training facility, and anyone with you know young kids or you know maybe some buddies looking to go on a spring break trip in the future, it is an incredible place to catch a few games and interact with, uh, with the players. Yeah, yeah, you can say you know the Rockies have had a lot of their their struggles on the field over the years, but boy, do they play at some beautiful fields. Boy, do they know how yep. to do the ballpark experience right. And yeah, it's the same down here. Uh, the, yeah, the the lawn seats are, are a great thing. Unfortunately, the ticket prices on those have gone a bit up over the years. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to somebody about that. But <laughs> um, uh, you know, ultimately, yeah, the, like the facilities are great. They got uh, one of my favorite things about it is, uh, as you know, all the backfields, so that you can go around and watch. If if you've ever right. you know been at if you've got a kid who's ever played little league or whatever, you know how all the fields are like back to back or like corners from each other, right? And there's games going on in every field. People running around. Everyone's got a hot dog, and there's the sounds of baseball are literally surrounding you, and you get that experience here on the backfields, but with you know professional athletes, minor league ball players. Sometimes the next big thing uh, for your organization or for another organization that's coming in, and then you can just walk right over after watching some of that, take in the big league game. Uh, it's really, man. I, I do. I love spring training so so much, and everyone's in a good mood. You know, no one's really angry if they lost because they don't count yet. And if guys right. are doing good, you can just focus on that. So I, I love the spring training experience. Yeah, no, it is uh, definitely a good one. We're chatting with Drew Creaseman, our Rockies reporter and podcast host for us here at MyLifeSports.com. Uh, what's the clubhouse like down there? Obviously a little bit different. No Trevor Story. Arenado's been gone for a little bit now. Obviously you still got Charlie Blackman. Uh, in comes Chris Bryant. I saw you were tweeting about Connor Joe as well. What's kind of the vibe with the Rockies clubhouse here this spring training? Yeah, man, that, that is the word, and this is the time of year where you report on vibes, and the vibes are quite good, I must mm. say, my friend. I actually, uh, I, I even talked to guys like Kyle Freeland and Ryan McMahon a little bit, uh, Carlos Estevez, about 
about those vibes and about being in a clubhouse where, you know, this superstar comes in because he wants to be there. Right. And you can say anything you and everything, and a lot of us have. Lord knows I have about Nolan Arnato and Trevor Story and the way the organization handled each one of those situations. But there was the fact that, again, largely due to what the club had done, those guys just did not want to be here anymore. And I know there are a lot of people who think, hey, at the end of the day, it's a ball player. It's about what you do when you're four or five at-bats, and if the ball gets hit your direction. But it's tough to be in a 162-game sport where your best players don't want to be on the team. Right. And, and there's just no way to get around the fact that that impacts your vibes. And so, yeah, you know, how much can they ride that to success? Well, we'll play the baseball games. But it is unquestionable that right now in that clubhouse, Everyone feels like they're there for each other. Everyone feels like there's a sense of a, of a core. Even the signing of Ryan McMahon makes guys feel like, yeah, okay, there's a plan here. There's a goal here. And Chris Bryant's like very first words out of his mouth were, I've never been on a losing team, and I don't intend to be on one now. Like, that means something to these guys. Like, now, obviously, you've got to go out and play the Dodgers and stuff right. now. <laughs> yeah. But they're in a better spot to do things like that. Interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to the start of the season, and I was reading your story on MyLifeSports.com. If you guys haven't read it yet, it's uh, titled, Justin Lawrence could be the Colorado Rockies' secret weapon. What is it about Mr. Justin Lawrence that is uh, making you feel like he could be this little secret weapon out of the pen for the Rockies? Yeah, I mean, this guy just has an uncanny combination of things that, quite frankly, all together in one package, I've never seen before. Uh, guys who can throw 100 miles an hour and kind of sit on 99, that's becoming more of a thing. Still very rare, but right there, that pops you. go, wow, look at the fastball. Okay, but then he's also got this wipeout slider. But the thing that sets him apart is that he does it from this sidewinder, real low, below three-quarters arm release, hmm. which, you know, for right-handed hitters, it looks like that's coming right at you for a minute. And those guys are typically like sinker baller change-up pitchers who top out at 91, 92. A lot of guys end up going sidearm because they, they don't have the top velocity, and so they've got to add a bit of deception to their delivery. But Lawrence is hucking it in there at 100 miles an hour yeah. from the sidearm angle, and he was getting a ton of swings and misses. His big issue was just walking guys, and I talked to him and I wrote about it, and you know that's just getting amped up, being excited to be in the big leagues and, and knowing that your best weapon is your velocity, so you're trying to throw the baseball past guys. But if you tighten up what he's got just a little bit, you've got a scary pitcher in that bullpen that nobody wants to stand in that box and face. You're hoping for a walk against this guy so far. And mm. if he starts throwing the ball in the zone a little bit, you're going to need to come up with a new strategy because no one's hit him hard yet. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Justin Lawrence could be Colorado Rockies' secret weapon. Read the story, MyLifeSports.com, written by uh, Drew Creaseman on the site right now. So uh, we'll see how his season shakes out. I do want to get your opinion on the Rommel Tapia Randall Grichik swap. I know Tapia is a player that you have covered for quite some time, really, I believe, since the moment he entered the Rockies organization. Uh, what do you make of this swap? You know, maybe trading out a little speed for power, a little defense, you know, we'll see what happens on that front. But, uh, you know, the Rockies are getting a big bat, someone that I think they expect to hit a good amount of home runs for him. What do you make of that trade between uh, Colorado and, and uh, Toronto? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you know my heart broke just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little uh, bit. <laughs> for Rommel. Uh, and I do, and I, I appreciate it, not, not only just his time and watching him grow into the ball player that he became, earning $3 million in arbitration, uh, but really just, I like that type of player. I always have. I like Juan Pierre. I like Kenny Lofton. Right. I like those slappy, hitty guys. It's a dying Me too, breed. man. They're fun. I, 
It's so much fun. Well, Toronto's going to be the most fun team in the AL, by the way. Those guys. They can, Ooh, they can, they can win the AL this year. I really believe that, man. That team is, I mean, that Absolutely. division's stacked, but they have got it all. Vlad Guerrero yeah. Jr. is a, oh my gosh, they're so good. Yeah, that, that, oh, shit, that team is, yeah. Yep. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, but So sad to see Tap go. But as soon as Chris Bryant came into the organization, I knew the writing was on the wall. Left field is really the only place that he's, fit defensively he's got the athleticism to be a good outfielder but it didn't work and so the Rockies were kind of in a bind and I think they just decided you know he's not going to be a great defender as Randall Gritchick in center uh, he's just going to be one who makes all the right plays who doesn't make too many mistakes he's going to be a very solid foundational guy where Tapia was <laughs> tended to make those kinds of mistakes right and then you mentioned the big thing he's hit over 20 home runs every year of his career. I think the Rockies outfield last year hit like 16 or 17 home runs combined. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Bryant should clear that uh, easily. And, you know, Charlie Blackman may be a little bit of bounce back with the DH, uh, but then Randall Gritchick was a big part of trying to, to get into that too because they, they play at a place that, you know, rewards power. And so they got a guy who, with a lot of pop, there's also... <laughs> A decent amount of strikeout and almost no walk in his game. So it's, you're getting power, hopefully solid defense. But the Rockies also have a couple outfielders, young guys uh, that you know they're interested in getting in there too. Right. So I think if you know he's a little bit streaky, that's where you start finding time to get Sam Hilliard or Garrett Hampson or whoever's hot in there. So there's usually no shortage of wisdom from one Buddy Black in those little early morning media sessions with him in his uh, his little office over there. What, what has been kind of his temperature, because I feel like Buddy is a perfect manager for this team. Never gets too high, never gets too low, really even-keeled, uh, laid-back guy. I mean, he's he's managed some talented teams, he's managed some not-so-talented teams, and now it seems like this Rockies club has a little bit of a mix of a couple players that we once considered, you know, on the rise, now in the middle of their career, obviously a fading star. I don't want to say fading star, but, you know, someone on the back nine and Charlie Blackman. You bring in a superstar in the prime of his career with Chris Bryant. you got a couple journeyman players coming out of the rotation, the bullpen, whatever it might be. Where is Buddy Black's temperature with this team? as he's going to be tasked with kind of leading the ship here as a skipper. Yeah, you know, I really do think this is a Bud Black team. I think mm. this is the kind of mix that, that he really likes. It's funny, I asked him about a young ball player he's got in the lineup today. I asked him about Elias Montero, and he said to me, he goes, Drew, you know, I, I love that y'all, you always ask about the young guys. You always want to know about the next guy up, and then Montero's going to be a guy for us this year. But you, we also know... Buddy likes those guys, and, and when I looked at the Gritchick move, I, I started think, thinking about a phrase, figuring it out. The Rockies, for the last couple of years, had a lot of these guys who were figuring it out, and sometimes that's fun and interesting, and they do, and you go, oh, cool, Sam Hilliard, Ryan Tapia, Garrett Hampson, but they're not there yet, you know, still, still figuring it out, where these other guys, like the shortstop they brought in, Jose Iglesias, is right. he super exciting? No, but he's not figuring it out. He's got a nine-year right. big league career on winning teams. And that is the kind of thing that, yeah, maybe uh, an old school manager like Bud Black maybe overvalues a little bit for the analytics people out there. But, you know, again, it's good to have a team full of guys who want to be on the team, and it's good to have a manager managing a team that is the type of thing that he envisions. He cannot stomach those boneheaded mistakes out there in the field or a guy who just is playing out of position and can't, and he's had to deal with a lot of that over his course. Even when the Rockies were good and had like Ian Desmond at first base and stuff, right? right? And it sounds weird to say, but the Rockies now just have at every single position a guy who knows how to play that position. I know, and he looks. 
right. this thing. But but it is. It's there's no spot on the diamond where you look and go, oh gosh, that guy should be in AAA, or that guy wouldn't start on any other team, or there's no resume here, so we're looking at entirely hope. Right, every spot there's a guy, and you go, ah, guy can play. Right. It's just you know where are the stars? Where how are they going to figure out a way to beat some of these stacked teams? That's the question, but. It's a solid ball club, and I think Bud Black's very happy with his roster. Yeah, and what's interesting, I had Shap on the program yesterday, and he brought up an interesting point that, you know, with this expanded postseason, you know, with some more teams getting in, really, if you can manage to go on a little bit of a run where you go 12-4, and four, you know, or 13-3 and three over a little bit of a stretch here, I mean, just with the virtue of the expanded playoffs, you're going to probably be relevant for a majority of the season. Knowing the Rockies at home, you know, you got to see what happens with them on the road as well. It's just interesting because there's no... Like, there's not a lot of premium talent on the roster, I guess you could say. Like, Chris Bryant's probably their one premium player, but they have guys that can rise to the occasion and play well and string together good performances. So, overall, man, I'm looking really forward to this Rocky season. I think that, uh, obviously, a lot more reasons to be optimistic this season than maybe the last couple of years. Sure. Hey, you know what? It's it's spring. It's the Hope Springs eternal thing, so let me let me give you the scenario you want. If, you, if you're looking for how do the Rockies surprise people get into the postseason, maybe even win mid to upper 80s. Like, whoa, what do we, whoa, how does that happen, right? right? Key number one, the bullpen has to be solid. They were a disaster last year. I think there's a chance, but I think that's your longest shot. That's your, your toughest bet. But it, bullpens are the most volatile thing, like in pro sports, maybe? I don't know. Definitely. <laughs> Something. <laughs> like, you might know that better than me, but, um, yeah. But beyond that, the names I'll give you are, Ryan McMahon and Brendan Rogers. Right. Those guys really do become those guys, those dudes, all-star caliber players, along with Bryant. You've still got this very solid starting rotation, and that bullpen's not a disaster. Then, yes, this is a postseason team. That's a lot of ifs I just threw at you, and I haven't given my official prediction yet. But that's your, your Hope Springs eternal scenario, and mm. it's not that far-fetched. No, it's not. It's not. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Well, that is the voice of Drew Creaseman. Follow him on Twitter, at Drew Creaseman. Follow his work online, MyLifeSports.com, 20th and Blake Podcast, and all that jazz. Drew, my man, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. Enjoy the rest of your trip down there in Arizona, and we'll catch up once you come back up uh, north here in Colorado. Absolutely. Always appreciate you, Anila. There he goes, Drew Creaseman. My guy covers the Rockies for us here at MyLifeSports.com. What a great interview. Great segment there. I feel like I learned a lot about this team as the regular season is starting to approach. I mean, look, I'm always kind of an optimist. Glass half full versus glass half empty. The rotation's there. It's kind of going to come down to the, the bullpen. I think the offense is going to be there. If the Rockies can defend Coors Field, play good baseball with this expanded postseason, Shap told us yesterday, you know, all it takes is one or two little runs there in the middle of the season. A good month here, good month there, and boom. Who knows? And the thing about baseball is the best team doesn't always win. A lot of volatility in the postseason. It's not like the NBA where one man can make the entire difference of a series. I'm looking forward to it. Be sure to check out my guy, Drew Creaseman, MyLifeSports.com, 20th and Blake Podcast. That's a great job for us. And uh, looking forward to his coverage, his first year with us here at My Life Sports. So looking forward to bringing over his uh, style of Rockies reporting to our site. All right, good stuff. A few minutes left to play with here. Locking some wagers, trying to make you guys some money here tonight. Next on the program, Middays at Mile High, Anilo Piro, back in a few.